and welcome to KC360's podcast on navigating college admissions. I'm Christy, your host, and during our time together, we'll cover college admission tips and tricks to help your college search be a success. This is part two of engaging with college professors. In part one, we talked about why you would want to do that, and I really encourage you to go back and listen into that. And then in part two, we're talking about how. How do you do this? What are the logistics, and and what are the things you ask? And, you know, all of the awkwardness, right? All of the, (laughs) you know, anxiety part that comes with engaging with professors. Yes, I understand why I need to do this, but gulp? How? So we'll, we'll dive into that today in part two, and I wanted to divide it up because it is... Um, it is a lot for one episode um, when we really strive to come, you know, 15 minutes or less. So how, how do you engage with a college professor? Well, the first thing you do is work with your admission counselor to request a meeting. And we talk a little bit about, you know, standing out in the admission process. And, and this is one of those areas where if you are looking to be taken seriously, then this is your opportunity to perform as an adult. And to be honest, if you're a junior and senior, you know, this is great practice for you because you've been waiting to not be treated like a child. And this is it. This is your moment. And so, you know, request a meeting with um, a professor through your admission counselor, whether you're a junior or whether you're a senior, you can, um, I can, you know, help you with that if that's something you're interested in. But go to your admission counselor and tell them you'd like to connect with professors in these departments and you can connect with multiple departments and then I recommend that you give some ideal times that work for you a date range is good like in the next two weeks um, but the times are really important because if you're only available especially if you're in a different time zone between this time and this time then I think it's really important for them to know that as they're planning and if you really want to go a step further then let them know you know I'm in this country I'm this many hours ahead of you know whatever time zone that university is in so do the work for them a lot of professors are not accustomed to translating the time zones and so you know help them out don't make them think give them an easy opportunity to connect with you so just list some times and then if you really want to go over and over and beyond sign the email with your name I know that may sound really basic but it's such a great way to really stand out in the admission process and if you want to be taken seriously as an adult you've waited for this then act like one so you've contacted your admission counselor you've given them some some you know, times that you're available. Now it's your turn to do a little bit of research. And here's some ideas before you talk to the professor. And again, I encourage you to talk to professors in multiple departments, because I think unless you're just completely sold on one particular, you know, major, it really helps you to sort of identify how you could pair those majors together. So do your research in advance, you know, check out the faculty members and their bio pages. And if, you know, you know who you're going to be talking to or the admission counselor lets you know, go back to their bio page and check it out just so that you kind of have an idea of who you're talking to. Um, Most of the time, if you don't know, you will likely talk to the chair of the department. So if you see on the web page, you know, that title chair of the department, then that's probably who you'll talk to unless they have someone else that just regularly meets with students. And then, you know, if they list, like, what courses they teach, if that's listed, what their um, research publications are, usually that is listed. Um, That really helps you to kind of see what their expertise and what their passion is. And so take the time to do the research because it could be that they are researching or publicizing, I mean, doing publications on something that you're interested in as well. 
And so that kind of research just really helps you um, on the back end. And then really importantly, note their title. If they have their doctorate and it's, you know, Dr. Stone or something like that, then make sure you refer to them in your conversation with them. Um, That's a courteous and respectful thing to do. And again, just helps you stand out in the admission process as someone that recognizes the work and investment that they've made in their education and that they have a what's called a terminal degree. That doesn't mean terminal is in the end of your life. It means terminal in the end of their academic um, ascension. They can't go any farther. Doctorate is the final part in their education. So take, you know, take a moment to note those things. And I mean, just note down two or three things. You don't have to, you know, write a full page. Just make a few notes. And then when you're talking to them, you know, be ready to, to talk to them about the things that you're interested in in terms of the department. You know, if, there's, if you're talking to someone in the business department, talk to them about whether you're interested in accounting or marketing or sports marketing or, you know, any of those things. Um, you know, let them know what your interest is. And again, professors are not going to meet with you with the expectation that you have decided with some sort of finality. They work with college students and they know that students frequently change their mind. So don't feel like you're making a commitment. But talk to them about the majors and the the topics within that major that you're interested in. If you have taken a class or if you're interested in some of the classes that they've listed, ask them about those classes. And and you know, ask them if if they teach them if it's not listed. And then um which classes interest you in if you know whether they've taught that or not and why no you aren't navigating alone if this episode helped you know there's more resources on the website financial planning pathway planner a career assessment college essay course consultation the monthly navigator series and even virtual college fairs all these resources are curated just for you head down to the show notes for more links and more information So after you've done your research and you've sort of thought through the conversation, then get a few questions together. And some great examples are, where are your students interning? And these will give you great ideas as to the connections that the department has and ideas and just, I usually find it inspiring. And then where are your students being hired? This is a really important question because the purpose of college is to have employment afterwards or to to go to grad school. So these are great questions to start with. And then um, if, you know, you feel comfortable, what, you know, ask the professor, what's your favorite class that you teach and why? And then, you know, what do you like most about students at that college? And this would typically give you an insight into the professor's passion and what they feel like is great about the students there. And so that's just, you know, one step beyond like the virtual tour or a student ambassador telling you about their experience. All those are good things and typically very genuine you know, a student isn't going to talk about something that they don't love. You guys are a great generation that are very genuine and transparent. So anything that a student ambassador told you would, you know, be spot on. But this is a, a different perspective of typically a professor that has been there multiple years to be able to tell you what they love about the students. And then, you know, if the faculty member, the professor doesn't, then, you know, a lot of times ask for if you're comfortable examples of what students that have some notoriety or you know what some of their favorite students have gone on to do and typically professors loved about love to brag about their students and their accomplishments once they've graduated so a lot of times that just comes naturally but 
Those are just some great questions to have prepared, and you may find that they answer those questions without being prompted. But if you feel stuck, then that'll give you a good backup. Um, some, some highlights to consider when you're talking to professors. This is not the time to discuss financial aid, residence halls, deposits, orientation. You know, really reserve those questions for your admission counselor. Professors typically cannot address financial aid. Um, it is an opportunity for you to ask about upperclassmen scholarships within that department. And that's a very appropriate thing for you to ask them. You know, are there upperclassmen scholarships in your department? If they're a first year, like all four-year scholarships, then you should have already done their research to figure out what those are. And it's fair game to ask them about that. Um, it doesn't necessarily posture you positively or negatively in getting that scholarship, but there's nothing wrong with asking them about it. Just know that they aren't going to give you any insight in terms of whether or not you've gotten it. Um, but if you have questions about it, then that's totally fine. Um, but just generally speaking, if you're asking about you know, financial aid and that kind of thing, they're not going to be able to answer that. The financial aid office or your admission counselor will be. And then when you're done, when you've finished your time and conversation, you know, when you go to bed that night or um, the next morning, you know, send them an email and thank them for their time. Because I'll tell you what, we are all really pressed these days. And it it is a huge act of service for any of us to take time and meet with someone else. And so tell them that you appreciate their time. That's all you have to do. Thank you, Dr. Stone, for your time. I really appreciate the insights that you gave me. And, you know, I hope you have a great semester. And, you know, again, one step above, sign your name. And I think that's just a really adult, courteous way to appreciate someone when, you know, you don't know what kind of day they've had how many meetings they had to have, and very rarely do we look at anyone in the eye and go, thank you for your time. But that's a really important, humane thing to do. And then as a bonus, if you end up, you know, whatever university you've ended up attending, um, you know, once you make that decision, send that professor an email and just say, listen, I'm coming to, you know, whatever university, and I really appreciate your time and the way that you, you know, positively impacted my decision. And then when you get their orientation, you know, go talk to them. But just let them know that their time really impacted you and your decision. And I think that's something that long-term, again, just has great impact. And these are all things that when you look across the trajectory of your life, those types of intersections with humans really make a difference. And they make a long-term impact in ways that you may or may not know now. But the relationships that you invest in now will largely lead to your success later on as an adult. And so take the time to do those small things because they will result in big things. Not life-changing or huge bridges, but they are the beginning of stepping stones to great things. And you are entering a phase of great things and amazing seasons in your life. And so take, you know, five or ten minutes to set those meetings up and to do them. And if you've got questions, of course, let me know. But it's a great time and a great season to be in. And I look forward to hearing about your success stories engaging with professors. 